talk about the uh, the process that you went through from being a sophomore in high school when I met you uh, what you were 14 years old yeah it's yeah. it's really going to be different for everybody everybody's situation who they are what positions they're playing what where they're coming from it's going to be different but at the base of it it takes a lot a lot of sacrifice it takes looking at what you need to be in order to get what you want to get and doing things every day to get to that point. And that's probably going to be multiple hours a day, depending on what I have a friend who plays wide receiver. He was a four-star recruit in high school. He started training really hard when I think he was a freshman or sophomore. And he told me he spent three to four hours a day doing drill work, agility work, route running in high school after school, where he would just spend by himself on the field hours a day doing that. For me, I was trying to play linebacker. So it was a lot more eating, lifting, explosiveness work things like that so it really just depends on what position you're coming from but at the base of it it takes sacrifice it takes maybe even losing some of the friends relationships that you have for a period of time who aren't doing the things that you're doing and who aren't on the same path that you're on it helped me a lot when i started finding people and getting around people who are trying to do the same things as me and on the same path as me and had the same goals who were wanting to do the same things when I started getting around more people like that, that's when my career really started to take off because it's, it is, you can do it alone. And for the first bit of it, being alone is kind of how you have to do it because nobody, a lot of the people around you aren't going to have those goals that you have, but finding people who are doing the same things really helps a lot to be able to bounce ideas off each other, try different things and have somebody to do it with. But at first, all the, a lot of the relationships that you have, a lot of the people that you're with aren't going to it's not that they don't want you to succeed. But if you're doing different things than you've done with them since you've been friends with them or in, in that relationship with those people, whether it's family members, whether it's whether it's friends, it's not that they're bad people or that you don't like them anymore. It's more that you're doing different things and you have different goals and it takes sacrifice of those time and potentially even those relationships to be able to put enough time and effort into achieving that goal. So I'm going to give you my twist on this, having done it with 999 other guys. Plus uh, you were one of them of many, many years. So the, the first thing is that you, you can't expect anything you don't work for they just if you're not willing to do the work don't have expectations right um don't think you're going to be all conference or all state in high school football if you don't put the work in to get there don't believe you're going to get recruited and what you have to have a benchmark you have to have you have to see you have to get in front of college coaches you got to get in front of college players you got to get in front of what you're trying to become know what it is that you need to be um, otherwise you don't have anywhere to go uh, you also need uh, like our program here in Colorado we 
parents say, I don't, you know, I really want my son to join your program. I said, okay, so we go three days on one day off. We work out three days in a row. We go one day off three days on, you know, and we go nine weeks with that. And then we take five days off and they're saying you lift weights three days, three days on one day off. I said, no, we go, we'll go wait. We'll go full power on one day. We'll go to the field on the next day. We'll work on position skills and teach them how to play the position that they're trying to play. Uh, you got to have somebody that actually knows what a college football player looks like and the difference between the person you're working with and what the college level has to be. And you have to have a, a, a somebody that helps you plan because I have parents all the time say, well, I just don't, I don't want my son to work out that much. I don't want him gone. I said, well, he's, he's gone two hours a day, three days on, he gets a full day off and then he goes three days on and he goes two hours each day. Hey, hey I'll just interrupt you real quick. If you got a mom that's telling you, you don't want, if that's saying that they don't want you working out two hours a day, you, you got some look in the mirror work to do. You got some family work to do because you don't want that out of your mom and you don't want that out of your relationship with your girlfriend or your friends. You just can't have that. That's what I was talking about with, with, it just depends on what type of people you have around you in your life. My mom was, was thankfully very, very supportive. And even when I didn't, I didn't have my license, I was young. She would still drive me to go work out. She was super supportive, but I know that not everybody's mom's like that, but if you do got a mom like that, eventually she's not going to be there. And yeah, I, I, I'm not going to say not listen to your mom because you I don't know your mom, but <laughs> I'll just say I'd be careful being too dependent on your parents. That's it. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, the parents have a big a big role in this. You know, I mean, some and the, parents... so the younger you start doing and training hard and having this goal, the better. I found that the younger like like a lot of these guys that I know that played big division one football they made this decision when they were seventh sixth grade i mean they're young they're starting to train lift weights they're starting to do position work and watch film of tight ends receivers whoever they want to be they're watching film of these guys sixth seventh grade the earlier you start this the better because this process development takes time you can't do it overnight there's no way to rush the process it takes time and it takes years of compounding effort to keep getting better and keep getting more athletic and more skilled. And it takes a lot, a lot of time. And eventually you're gonna be out of your mom's house. So you can make the decision to be independent now or later, it just depends on what you want. But eventually you're gonna have to be unless you wanna live with your mom forever. Well, for me, for me getting a scholarship and, and paying for my own school, like having, having football pay for my own school, that was when I was 17 and leaving home, that was a huge deal for me having I have great parents and I have a great family, but just being able to provide my own way and pave my own way and not needing them to pay for anything was huge for me as a man, being able to make my own decisions and being independent as a human being. That's a big deal. So there's a lot of, a lot of guys, you know, who have uh, parents that can afford school. And mine, uh, mine could too. Mine could too. I made, Mine could too. I had I had walk-ons at Michigan and Michigan State. Those are my dream schools. But I wanted my school. I wanted to pay for my school with my own skill and talent and work 
rather than have my parents pay for the school because I wanted to be able to live life on my terms. I didn't want to have to answer to my dad who's paying for my school. Hey, what are you doing tonight? And have to and have to be doing what they want me to do. I want to be able to do what I want to do as soon as possible in my life because I want control, financial control and time control over what I do. I don't like anyone having control over my life. And that's why I made that decision because I wanted that independence when I was, I think I left when I was 17 and I, I needed that because I needed to be free of that, that I needed that independence. And I think that's good for every, every young man to get at some point. And that was just how I did it. Well, I didn't, I didn't know your mom that well, but I knew your dad real well. Your dad was a pretty supportive parent about very supportive the work, the work you put in. He encouraged a lot of things. He, I spent mm -hmm. a lot of time on the phone with your dad over the years. Yeah, uh, extremely supportive. And this is no knock on them. They were great. Probably, probably top 0.01% parents in the world. But at some point as a man, you got to go to, got to go make your own way. And that was just my way of doing it and saying, I, I want to make my own way and I want to be independent. And yes. And, and, I'm, and I, even if you got great parents, it's at some point has to happen. And that was, that's all I'm saying, I guess. But yes, great parents, and, and if they're watching this right now, shout out to you guys. You guys are amazing human beings. Yes, sure. Yeah, I mean, the you know, with the number of parents that I've been with, you know, including the guys at uh, Elk Rapids and St. Francis, you know, you could tell the parents that uh, there were a lot of parents that wanted more out of their kids than they gave them in their achievements in, in, in football, mm -hmm. you know, there were parents that were, would come up to me and say, Hey, how come you're doing everything for Chris Kalarvik and nothing for my son? And I'd say, I'm doing a lot for your son. I'm just not getting as far with your son. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the exact same things that I'm doing for Chris. And the answer is just no. And the answer for Chris is yes. You know? And, uh, you know, then I kind of look back on the work ethic. Then I kind of look back on their, on their, play on the field um a lot of kids walk up to me feeling like they had a great game and i walk up to them after the game i go what are you doing i mean that ain't gonna play and it's not playing for your team it's not gonna play for you later you've got to get better you've got to work harder you've got to hit harder you've got to make tackles you can't you know miss tackles you can't you can't play 45 plays in a game and get beat by the guy who's blocking you 32 times, you know, because your opponents are going to have something to say about it. If the, if the college coaches, Hey, what do you think about Chris Kalarvik over at uh, St. Francis high school? Oh, we kicked his ass. He was, you know, God, the guy's way overrated, you know, that kind of stuff. And they tell the truth, you know? So, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of things you got to overcome, but you know, there's a lot of supportive parents and there's a lot of parents that are way over supportive because they want it more than their kid does. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I think that's, that's true. I don't think that there's really as a parent any way to instill any sort of work ethic in your kid. I think you can want it as bad as you want it for your kid. You could want it so bad that you'd be willing to sink every dollar that you have into your kid and that kids could still mess up and not work hard and not want it. It really comes down those to whether are, those are the kids I started to talk about where you've got kids that are uh, like uh, uh, they just think they're better than they are and mm -hmm. they have these lofty goals 
and they think they're going to get these things that they that they desire without the work. I mean, without growing, you know, I'm, I'm the best player on this team. Yeah, but you're not the best player in our conference. And you're not the best player in the state. There's 50 states. You're not the, you know, we don't have great football here. I mean, where you were playing up in northern Michigan, that wasn't great football uh, at those small schools. It's tough. What I found, what I, one thing that I found hard in my career was balancing, because in football, a big part of football is having enough confidence to go out there and make plays and go go not be afraid to mess up and go do things that maybe you're not supposed to do and having confidence just go do it with some gusto and some moxie on the field and being that guy as it and and, ha and having the, the balance between having that confidence but also looking at all the things that you're messing up and all the things that you need to get better at and that balance between self-confidence and and self-awareness that was always hard for me to, to balance those two. And that, that was something that like, I would kind of go back and forth on like, cause you do it on some level have to go out there and be like, I'm the best player on this field every snap. And you have to believe that about yourself. And at the same time, be able to look at your film and say, okay, I can get better at this. I can get better at that. It's, it's a, it's a yeah, tough you balance. Have to, you, have, you have to be realistic. There's nothing worse to coach than somebody who believes that they, that they're there, you know, and they're not even close. And, you, mm -hmm. and their parents believe they're even farther than there, farther along than there. And they're not even close. And you're trying to work with them. And they show up once in a while. They make excuses about not coming uh, to workouts. They they have uh, parents who s support them in their uh, in in their their the the deception that they're giving the kid is giving it, giving himself that I'm actually getting this done and it's not even close. Right. And so you have to be realistic and true, you know, about what you're doing, how you're training and what you're trying to achieve and whether you're really, really on that ladder and you're climbing the rungs of the ladder instead of just thinking, you know, you're, you're, you're already standing on top of the building without, you know, without leaving the ground. And uh, that comes a lot of times from parent support. It comes from unrealistic uh, realizations and expectations that parents have when they watch their kids play. You know, the I have parents all the time. Why is my Why is my son not starting? My son's a lot better than that kid. And I'd say, well, apparently somebody has a different of a different opinion of where your son is and where the kid is that's playing. And uh, you should probably talk to his coach. And it, it there's it really hurts it really hurts a kid if you don't think there's always better for your kid. You can get better because True. if you keep getting better and you're lucky enough to play in the NFL, you're going to get better until you're 29 years old. If you Correct. believe there's better, you get, better, you get way better every year. Yeah, you, you know you, that's why I said the thing about hey, you got to start early because. Yeah every year you do get better and it's, there's no question about it. And it's, if you're not, then you're not, you don't care enough about the sport, but you get better every year. You just get your, the game slows down. You see more things on the field. Your technique gets a little better. Your skill level gets a little better. Your awareness of your body, think, your explosiveness, all that. I think you get better in every practice and every game. I think the process is you got to be searching for better. No matter no, if you're lining up against somebody, do it better than you did the last time. You know, I always try to use that, that phrase, 
you're the best player you've ever been right now. And you're the worst player you're ever going to be. So, you know, because you've got to, you've got to get, you've got to get that understanding that you got to get a lot more out of yourself if you want to get where you're saying you want to go. And uh, the other thing is dealing with spoiled kids who are like, I'll get what I want. Mm -hmm. I get everything I want, you know, so I'll get this too. No, you won't. No, you won't. They, you know, I mean, your privileged privileged life in sports ends when your ability doesn't grow, when you when you don't get better. But anyway, Chris, you're a good, a great example for uh, young people who, and they need to hear what you're saying. You know, I mean, you're pretty forthright about it, and it's very, very difficult for these kids to get to that mindset that you had and have uh your whole life you're not it takes a little bit of crazy you got to be a little bit crazy i'll just be honest like you can't be when you're trying to accomplish something that not that many people get to accomplish when you're trying to do something that not that many people get to do and you're in high school you're a high school kid and you want to go play division one football you have to be a little crazy and if you're not a little crazy and you don't got something going on in your head that's driving you to succeed and you're not basically whipping yourself into the gym almost every day you're not going to make it and you got to have a little bit of crazy in your head and some people might think that you're a little crazy that comes with the territory and you know the thing is is that you have a very small amount of people if any who want it as bad as you do there it has that's how it has to be especially when you're coming from a place of deficit where you're coming from a place where okay whether you're at a small school or you just started training hard when you're a sophomore in high school there's kids at bigger schools who have been training harder than you since they were in seventh grade or sixth grade so there's you're already behind the eight ball if you're starting when you're a sophomore in high school you're three years behind the eight ball with most people that are going to end up doing what you want to do you're just behind and you kind of yeah. have to you kind of have to always have this voice in voice in the back of your head saying I'm behind I'm behind I need to catch up I need to catch up and you always no, of course. have no, to course. feel like you need to catch up and cuz there's always somebody out there that's better than you there's always somebody out there that's better there's no well, there's never you. a point time to be the best one I can tell you this I played this game uh where I felt like I had a lot more to give when they told me I can't play anymore you know it uh you have to you kind of have to meet some expectations to achieve as well because to get where you got you had to leave a lot of leave a lot of people behind you know there's a lot of people you know when you're the starter and you there's 105 people on your roster at at the college you know that what there's six guys behind you i mean you have to you have got to pass people you got to pass people. You got to differentiate yourself in some way. You got to, you got to beat them. You got to be competitive. And it's, and to me, like what I did learn, something that I should say and make sure I mentioned whoever's listening, you're not going to beat out other people by doing the same things as other people. You're not going to beat other people out. You're not going to beat other people out by just doing what the coach tells you to do. You have to completely lean into everything that you do. Well, everything that you are better at than other people you have to just double down on those strengths that you have and 
whether it's you're a fast guy and you're a, you're you're a speed guy, become the fastest guy by a mile. Don't try and get big and fit the mold of I'm big and fat. Just be fast. Like like be be the lean into you and be you and differentiate yourself somehow. Do not try to be the same. If you try and fit in and be the same as everybody around you, if you try to just fit in and be friends with everybody or try and fit in and and be cool with everybody, that's not going to work. You have to incite some level of competition in order to pass people because you have to pa- you will pass people and it will irritate some people. It will people will not love that you're trying to pass them because they know that you are. But you have to do it anyway and you have to come from this place of I'm doubling down on my strengths and I'm being myself and I am wanting this more than the other person and I'm differentiating myself in some way from these people. Let, let me ask you a question. What did I tell you before every camp you went to? Mm, I don't remember specifically what you told me, to be honest. Be first to the water. Be first right. back. Water, See, that's hurt. one way to do it. Yeah. So one one way to differentiate yourself is to be a hustler, to be the one that's working the hardest. Another way is by being the most talented or having the most skill. Like there's a lot of different ways to differentiate yourself. It just depends on who you are. You could be the best route runner at the camp. Make sure you get a lot of one on ones. You could be the fastest 40 guy. Run three 40s like just. Well, you know, you're not going to go anywhere in the camp if you're not, if you don't differentiate yourself and set yourself away from the crowd. Right, exactly. And, and it you, just, yes, they got to so, look at you. They got to look at you in camps and go, that's the dude. Those guys right. aren't. Like that's you have to get, guy. like these camps, these camps you do, you have to stick out like a sore thumb. Like you have to stick out and it's got to be like, oh, this kid is just better than everybody here and it's not close because. Every parent's sending their kids to these camps. It's just there's 300 kids and five of them can play. They don't. And, they don't. They don't understand, Chris, that it's a competition. It's a competition. It's, and compete. that's what. I, and it is like you can't like afterwards. Yeah, like you can honestly afterwards. You don't want to make friends with the people that aren't good. Like you want to be good and then make friends with the people afterwards that are also good. And you kind of recognize who's good, and that's where you make friends. You don't want to be walking around making friends with everybody at first. That's a waste. You don't want to be walking around trying to be buddy buddy with every linebacker at the well, camp you, you or whatever be, position you're playing. You got to switch from nice to nasty. You got to be a little now. You got to have a little nasty in you. You got to have a little bit of like again. You got to have a little bit of that crazy in you, where you're not afraid to step on some toes. You're not afraid to make some people angry at you or irritated at you. You have to be. You have to be confident enough in yourself that you are that person and be able to piss some people off really well yeah you know you piss everybody off you beat <laughs> you right. know they're not exactly. you know i mean you get in a camp where you got 38 guys in your in your in your position group mm-hmm. you got to be number one you do i can't you have a choice you got to be and if there's somebody else that's doing good you go against them you don't shy away from that you don't shy away from if you're if you're if you're a linebacker and you're they're doing run one-on-one tackling or one-on-one with a running back in coverage, you don't shy away from the best running back there. You go against him. You pick that best running back, and if he beats you, he beats you, and then next camp you'll be better. But you don't shy away from that running back or that person that no. you, you recognize and everybody's looking at that guy being like, oh, that's the guy. 
you got to go against that guy. You can't shy away from that. And if your instinct is to shy away from the guy that's the guy, you're not that guy. Well, I my latest example of that was at the University of Wyoming camp last year. There was a, a young guy who uh, was doing well in the camp. And the head coach, Coach Bull, comes out, and I know him, and he says hello. And I said, uh, he it was about halfway through camp, and he hadn't seen the first half of the camp. And I said, it's good to see you coming out here. He goes, well, I got called out here to check this one kid out. And he walked over, and there were 35 offensive linemen and 35 defensive linemen thereabouts. Mm -hmm. Yep. He walks out, and he grabs – the best offensive lineman, he grabs this kid. He goes, I want to see you go against this kid because we just offered this kid, and I want you to go against him because he is mm -hmm. Division One talent, and I want to see if you have, you know, what it takes to go against a guy like this. And it was a one-on-one -on -one drill, run, yeah. run blocking, coming off, boom, you know. And, you know, his first rep, the, the kid's real cocky. The, the, the one that's already been offered is real cocky. And first – thing he does he hits him and he comes off the kid the offensive lineman comes off his feet and he drives him back and he goes we're going again you know and the, there's only one rep per because they got 35 guys right and bowl says do it again and the kid does this exact same thing again now this kid's really bearing down this offensive lineman that's already committed to the university of wyoming and he he, the kid's like grunting, you know, in his stance, which I hate that kind of crap, but you know, that kind of stuff. And he hits this kid and the kid freaking flies back on his heels again. And he, and he, and he kind of long arms the kid and the kid goes on his back and bowl bowl looks at me and goes, we're offering that kid. He, he's tremendous. And you That's know what how I it is. I think he's actually going to the university of Wyoming now. Well, listen, man, I appreciate the time you've spent with me. I'm going to cut this into some pieces so that uh, I'm going to put pieces of this out at a time uh, so so guys can hear a lot of what you're saying. Yeah, I'm glad we got to talking, too. If anybody needs needs help with anything or, like, if anybody has questions, just point them to me. Like, I, I've done this very recently. I just finished playing college last year. I've kind of been through the – I went in the transfer portal. I've done all that. Like, if you need help with all that. Just my phone's open, so. Well, we'll uh, hopefully have that opportunity to reach out and help some people. But listen, yep. my man, I appreciate you doing this, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right, Moss. All right. Take care.